The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm about to follow Beto on Twitter. Beto! We are stronger than this president's hatred and Islamophobia. Do not let him drive us apart or make us afraid. You know what, Beto? Beto, Beto. You're right. Do not... Be toe afraid. Be toe before you always. <laughs> and be toe raise you up on, on eagle's wings. <laughs> Come to Come the beat, oh heaven and earth. Heaven and <laughs> Come to the table of beat. <laughs> Why? It's like for my my grandpa, whenever we were like running and jumping into the pool, we'd like run and jump. And as we would jump, he'd be like, wait, and we'd like trip and fall into the pool. That's a good way to get head drama. Mm -hmm. Why'd you burp? That was going to be an intro. Gosh, dang. I thought we had an intro already. We do. It's Beto. (laughs) Welcome to the crunch. It is your boy, Ethan. And I'm Beto. And if Beto doesn't win... The at least the Democratic nomination, all of these jokes are going to be for naught. They're going to be for nothing. People are going to listen to our back catalog in eight years, which they will, and they'll be like, "Who's Beto? Who's Beto?" And we'll and be they'll like, not know. And then and then Ethan will just pop up behind them and strum a guitar and be like, "Let me sing you the ballad of Beto O'Rourke." Yes, like a bard of old, <laughs> of yore. A bard of yore. A bard so, of yore. So basically, <clears throat> what what hap- So what happened was, me and Patrick were talking, and I started singing, and it was all it was all based on a meme. It was all because of a meme. And the reason we're talking about memes is because I'm preparing for Easter, right? <laughs> and most people, when they prepare for Easter, what do they do, Patrick? They they fast. They pray. They pray. They go to confession. They give alms. They uh, yes. They, they take alms. They take up extra devotionals, yes. right? I, <clears throat> I <laughs> am, I am gearing up for the Easter octave. Um, eight days, eight days of solemnities. That means for you, ladies and gentlemen, eight days of takes on eight days of takes slash bro apostle. Eight holy takes. I. They're going to be holy takes. They're going to be takes that I've been praying with, praying through. Genuine takes on. Uh, what so basically you know how like the chilean miners kind of they emerged <laughs> from the ground and yeah you, like, oh, you made this joke when goodness, you came off okay. nst right yeah so like the be chilean miners, miners rising from the ground i have returned so i'm gonna be like the chilean miners and i'm gonna be like there's definitely um, other things that have risen from the ground that are i'm trying to i can ethan okay let me think let me think let me think so Pugsatani Phil's hole. Like Pugsatani Phil emerging like from his Phil cage. Emerging I... from his cage. 
No, I just want everybody to be ready for my return. I'm, I'm not really going to take excited. Twitter by storm, but I am for sure going to storm Twitter. <laughs> to storm Twitter, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake things up a little bit. Things have gotten a little bit too easy going around here. We yeah, need somebody yeah, yeah. to really stir the pot. Does anybody get mad at anybody else anymore on Twitter? Oh, boy, do they? There have been really? hot pocket priests. <laughs> I and, heard about that. And yeah. – um, uh, I got into a Twitter beef recently. Did you? Did I did. You? I did. Okay. So something happened and some Catholic media sites are stupid. And I was like, okay. you're stupid. And then the leader of one of those Catholic media sites who does not know how to stay out of a Twitter discussion, um, responded and Does he got... have fake hair. No, it was, no, it, it was not that one. one. It was the other guy. It was the guy who looks oh, like okay. a Louis CK before picture. <laughs> okay i know who you're talking maybe about. maybe i shouldn't have said that on the podcast i I texted that to my friend but i think it was very funny um, that is pretty funny thank you <laughs> um i had two really good louis ck jokes on twitter today but i deleted one of them because it wasn't funny um it wasn't like appropriate um yeah and i i i just i've just been really like father harrison's rant about um Church Militant, 1 Peter 5, and LifeSite News just really got to me because I was like, I feel like I was alone in that opinion, and that if I if I voiced that opinion, I would be, like, brushed off. But since Father Harry, since a priest, a cleric... Ecclesial it, backing. Yeah, of course. So I have I have apostolic tradition on my side, kind of. I, have, I, I took a theology class. I know what that means. Uh-huh. Um, I think I've that... Acts chapter 2, verse 42 <laughs> through 47. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Um, Proverbs 6... 16 through 19 uh, talks about there are six things that the Lord hates. And the final thing in that list is a man who sows discord among the brethren. Mm. And I would say that uh, such language is very strong and the Lord hating uh, six things. And one of those things is what your news organization is designed to do means that it is probably sinful to, Mm support that organization and so i'm i'm kind of on the firm like hey let's say that supporting these organizations that do nothing but confuse old orthodox ladies right because that's all it is that's the whole comment section on one peter five and church milton it's like oh my gosh franciscan university is going to the pits i'll make sure my grandchild does not go there you know like that's all it is um and i, I just think that i just think that it, it does it does more harm than good and like <clears throat> Someone pointed out that, like, Church Militant was on the ball when it came to, like, uh, reporting on the priest scandal and, like, predicting that issue. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's So fair. is Catholic News Agency. Yeah, and... so is Catholic News Agency. And, like, and, like yeah, you know? sure, Catholic – Church Militant maybe had, like, a good article or two, but it's like, what else did – they've built their entire mission on, like, being – subversive to just everybody who isn't them it seems like it seems like every organization that isn't church militant is on their hit list it's crazy i don't know yeah i think at the at the very best case scenario they're annoying and at the very worst case scenario they're sinful so why um which which is how i describe myself often Uh, often, yeah so yeah i don't know i just don't pay them much mind which is easy to do when you're not on Twitter. Yeah, and so I, day, I muted. You know? I muted all of them. That's good. Um, That's really good. Like a while ago, and because I, I didn't, I didn't even notice that that uh, Steve Skojic was replying to my stuff until yeah. until Adam replied to him. Shout out Adam, and I was like, oh wow, this is happening. And I, I think like, I'm gonna do 
sorry go ahead no i it doesn't matter it's it's very it's very powerful to just tell someone hey you're muted so don't try to reply because i'm not gonna like notice it yeah it's fun I think I'm going to do what Jason Everett does and unfollow everybody except <laughs> my my wife and my own projects. And the Pope. So, <laughs> and the Pope. So it's going to be – I'm not going to follow anybody. I'm going to follow the Crunchcast, Patrick Nevy, <laughs> and and that's it. I think those are the only things that I'm legally allowed to follow. That's a power move because like when you, when you have three followers – three and, like a, and like more than a hundred other followers it's like it's yeah. like a power play yeah that's kind of what i want to do i want to i want to cut it down i've been this is actually kind of relating to what i want to talk about today that's incredible which is i mean it, it's also because it's been like on my mind but i think obviously the end of lent is a good time for reflection and the end of doing something like exodus 90 is a very good time for reflection of thinking like okay looking forward um, you know, 90 days of pretty intense fasting, 90 days of pretty um, crazy, not crazy, but like up and down prayer, um, diving deeper into things that maybe I ever have before. It's I think it's a really good opportunity to look at like how I want to move out of the, the fast and like what I want, what I don't want to change and what I do want to change. Like what are the things that I can reasonably leave behind and be like, you know what, that was nice for 90 days, but like I don't want to, I don't want to not a super smash brothers anymore like i want to i want to play it be insane you know but there are things so like particularly and i want to hear your thoughts on this because i know that you've made some changes recently but like i've been thinking a lot about what i want my relationship with my phone to be in the next you know five to ten years of my life because i think that how i set my habits now now that i'm out of college and i'm working and i I'm getting to be more and more on my own and more and more on my own schedule and doing things. My relationship with my phone can go one of two directions. It can either return to what it was where I'm checking Twitter for hours a day, checking Instagram, checking Facebook, um, reading Reddit, watching NBA highlights, you know, doing all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Or it can be what I have now. Um, Cause I really don't think there's a middle ground possible for me. Cause I'm just going to veer off to one side. Um, yeah. Or it can be what I have now, which is it's on grayscale. I have every website blocked because of adult content, like Twitter's blocked, and so it won't let me through. On Safari, um, Facebook's blocked, Instagram blocked, like all these things are blocked. I have Reddit blocked, like even just Google News, I have blocked because I'll just sit there and read through news, which I don't need to be doing <laughs> because it takes. Wow, well, that's that's some time. hardcore need to scroll. Uh, yes, no, it really is, <clears throat> and so. The only thing I don't have unblocked is Vatican's website with the encyclicals, so it forced me to actually read the things that I want to read. Nice. Um, and I don't have any apps, right? Like, I don't have any games. I don't have any that stuff. So, And my usage has gone down so much, like, even over these past 90 days. And it's like, what do I actually want my relationship with my phone to look like in the future? And how does that play a part in, like, pursuing my vocation, pursuing mission work, pursuing things like the podcast? I don't know. Like, what... What have you been changing and how have you seen it like affect the rest of your life? Um, so I get, I haven't, I haven't thought about how it's affected my life. Really? I just notice Now's that I'm on the fly, baby. Actually, oh, man, you know so what? Maybe <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm all right. So I, guy. I, I think I, I think what I, something that I have noticed is that I'm able to sit in silence more often, mm-hmm. which is cool. Because on my hour drive to work, 
I was usually like listening to a podcast and like you run out of podcasts and that's fine. But like my need for noise has gone mm. down. Yeah. And something in the background has gone like my need for something in the background has gone down. And what <clears throat> what I realized was my problem wasn't just auditory noise. It was visual noise, mm-hmm. which is like something different. And it's the scroll, you know, just the endless the thumb yeah on rotate just going and going and going it's endless endless and i my need for that has gone down when Mm -hmm. i open my phone it's to check my inboxes and then i'm done because i don't have notifications so i'm like Mm -hmm. oh i should probably check my email and so i'm more intentional about checking my email and i'm like all right cool work email personal email done i don't check my email because i'm not like interested in my email i don't really care about it um, yeah. so my, my phone usage, my phone looks, it's just like, all right, I'm just going to check in with, if anybody, if anybody went to contact me, like if anyone directly contacted me, now I have my, my ability to respond to them, not going on Twitter where it's like, I wonder who I can interact with. It's like, I just want to interact. I wonder what I'm missing, yeah. you know? Oh, dude. Yes. So I think this, oh gosh, this whole thing that you're talking about. It's it's all playing into a lot of my prayer lately and a lot of the things that I've been sharing with students and the team of how the Lord is like when we say, oh, yeah, God is like omniscient, uh, omnipotent and omnipresent, like, duh. And like we say that we kind of move on. But when we stop and think about what omnipresent means, it means that God is everywhere, right? Okay, awesome, cool. Put that in my back pocket for sure. Like, I know that God is everywhere because that makes sense. And then you just kind of move on. But it's like, no, like you listening right now, God is there, like with you. To you, Patrick, like you in yeah. that room, in this conversation, like God is here. And that's that's the reality is that, and then another thing, this is something we talk about is like God's grace is in the present. Like God's grace is not, in the past, it's not in the future. It's something that he's offering to us now, and we have the, the opportunity to cooperate with it or would reject it um, at every moment throughout every day. We need to always be asking the question of like, Lord, where do you desire me to be? Um, where, where, where are you calling me to 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 change? Or what do you want for me? Like, how how are you desiring happiness for me? And like, where can I find that? You know, by by cooperating with you. Like those those are the questions we need to be asking ourselves day in day out. And the thing that you you said of this need to interact can be fulfilled, right? Mm -hmm. Like with, with the Lord, but it's, it's much harder and it's not as visually stimulating. And sometimes it sucks. And sometimes you interact and you don't get the positive interaction that you crave. Um, You don't get the little bubble popping up. You don't get the little notification saying somebody actually likes you and cares about you. You don't get that. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And so this all plays into my thoughts about community too. Because I think there's a real danger. Yes, I think there's a real danger in putting all of our eggs into having faith community online. Because when, so let's say like community's not going well with with your youth group or like in Pittsburgh or for me in Tulsa. Um, if I were as plugged into like Twitter as I was before, I would just hop on Twitter and be like, oh, thank goodness I at least have this faith community. But it's an illusion in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because it's, it's not real like those people are real and the conversations that you're having are real and obviously like online community can change lives for sure don't want to knock that at all but 
in a lot of ways, I feel like jumping into an online community or jumping into online interactions as a way of dealing with what's happening in real life is a mm-hmm. rejection yeah. of God's grace in the present. And, and, and that freaks media, me out. <laughs> social media community is always a means to an end. Yeah. Social media is always a means to those connections happening in real life. I was okay. So I was, I don't know if it's come out yet, but I was on the electric waffle. Okay. Did I tell you about that? Thanks for, again, thanks for the invite. It was just because really? me and Katie were in the same place. And really we sat glad down. that I got to be on the show <laughs> with you. You know, we have a podcast together, but it's okay if you want to start doing your own stuff. That's fine. Oh I my mean, gosh. I'll be over here sitting alone. <laughs> It's cool. Keep getting gigs. No, Patrick, go ahead. I actually, I want you to go and I want you to get more speaking gigs alone, do more podcasts alone. No, I want you and to be just, free. I want you to be. I actually, yeah, I want you to be, I want you to be free. I'm, I'll stay here on the couch. I'll, I'll keep it warm. And when you come back, we sit down, we watch Scrubs. It'll be great. I've never but seen an episode of Scrubs. I, I haven't either. It's just the first show that came to mind. We'll just want, watch, we'll get really into Scrubs together. <laughs> well, we'll I, I mean, we can't because you're going to be gone. You're gonna be gone being. You'll get really into scrubs, and then you'll catch me up on the latest deets with what's his name, Zach something. I don't want to be a catch up boy. I want to be a mustard boy. Bring me along for the ride, boy. (laughs) Anyway, the electric waffle. So the electric waffle. Um, Katie and I met each other in person for the first time ever, Uh and we just sat down and we had we our 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 we did an event that together she had a bunch more in that that weekend but i was brought out for this one event it had seven kids at it it was great <laughs> um we we gave like we gave we are you serious kids. there are only seven kids there are only seven kids yeah total total at the event at the event and you got paid to be there oh yeah that's frat i mean i do that like every week at my other job but it's fine that's true um, that's true anyway so um <clears throat> We went back to the, uh, we went back to like, we just went back to like her hotel and we recorded a podcast and, um, we talked about, I forgot because we were talking. Oh yeah. yeah, Means to Mm -hmm. an end. We were talking about how the, the friendship, because we've only ever interacted through digital means, right? We did, we did the Catholic throwdown all those years ago. We've talked on Twitter, et cetera. We've texted, um it's and all that stuff but all of those interactions were just of service to us being able to hang out in person and get to know each other as human beings and like look at each other's faces and hear each other's voices not through like elect digital reconfiguration right because i mean it's it's kind of strange because we we get so used to the proxy, we don't realize yeah. we're missing yeah. the actual person. Mm-hmm. We're very we're very used to like our friends, so like Father Anthony. I'm used to taking that profile picture of his and just being like, "That's Father Anthony. I know who that is." Yeah, and then I can take his voice. So messed up, <laughs> right? It's like it's like this weird Father Anthony robot that I make in my head. That's like. Oh, yeah, I can picture his inflection and his words and all that stuff when he says those things. But even when I see him again in person, it's different. Or even when I'm, like, reading Phoebe's texts, the voice in my head for Phoebe is different than her actual voice, even if it's even if it's similar. And do so it's like – Do her voice on the podcast. Do her what? Do, do, what you're, do her voice on the podcast. I, I do. don't – you can't do a head voice out loud. That's not how a head okay. voice works. Cool. I was just trying to get you in trouble. Relationship. When I, when I, read, when I read Ethan's texts – let me let me see. Let me see what happens what they, when I read Ethan's text like? out loud on the podcast. 
Oh, Patrick, I've got a meme to show you. My name is Ethan's TV. Ah, yeet. Really good. Really good. No, hold on. Wait, wait, I go, so hold Let's on. Let's go, I read... baby. <laughs> I'm Ethan's TV. <laughs> hold on. Wait, stop. So when I read your text, it's, my name is Patrick, and I'm going to record at the worst possible time for Ethan because I got a job and it's, our hours don't line up. I'm sorry. That's can you crazy. record it? That's Teresa's exact imitation of me every time. Can I... you record it? To, can you record it two in the morning? Because that's the only time I'm free. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a very busy and important individual. Brag, brag, brag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to not reply to your text, even though I'm active on Twitter.com. <laughs> hey, hey! Sometimes I post buffer, and I'm not actually on Twitter. That's good. I like that. That's the only way I can post on Twitter from my phone anymore. I didn't know, I didn't I'm, think about parental locks until you just said something, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I should do that," and then set it to parental a password. Locks are flame, honestly. If you give you give your friend the password and you you set it up so that like Twitter's blocked, Facebook's blocked, like everything's blocked. My usage, I was literally looking at it when we were talking about it before, but my hourly usage has tanked to like an hour a day. Yeah, you know, same. And it's even that it's is doing too things much for like. Me. Really? Yeah. In my head, it's like I don't want an, a full hour of my day to be taken up right. by this. But the thing is, like, looking at my breakdown, like, today it was 20 minutes of messages. So, like, that makes sense because I'm yeah. texting, like, students and stuff. Like, two minutes of Safari, two minutes of Find My Friends, one minute of Weather, one minute of GroupMe, one minute of Settings, one minute you of Spotify. Find My Friends on a regular basis? Oh, my gosh. Find My Friends is the most useful thing as a focus missionary. Oh, okay. that's, not a, that's not a joke because I don't have to call my teammate to, like – Oh, are they going to pick up? I don't know where they are. Like, I need a ride, blah, 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 blah. Or like, oh, I want to go see my student. Where is he? And it's just like, I pull up, find my friends, be like, oh, he's at Newman. I'm just going to go to Newman. You know, what I mean? instead of, it just cuts down on the, on the, on the, you get to go, get to be with people quicker. Do you know basically. what my breakdown is? Yeah, tell me. 27 minutes of the New York Times crossword. 17, <laughs> <laughs> 17 minutes of messages. That's like my biggest one is the crossword puzzle. Hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Oh my that's gosh. So sorry, we like totally went off. That's track. never mind. Think, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I think what you what you're saying about the proxy and how we get used to the proxy is 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 a really, really good point. Um because this so to tie it all back, oh my gosh, this Woo! is a great connection. Tying things so, up. Tying things up already. Um so the 
a lot of times in in relationships, right? We we get used to this proxy, we get used to this digital go between, um, and then when that stops working, like we we the the person itself, it's like we're not interested in that person anymore because the proxy is boring to me now. Like I can't. There's nothing new. There's nothing fresh. The voice in my head is getting stale, and so I am I'm done with this thing. Right? It makes you um, dull. It dulls it your senses. You know what it does? It, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It makes it harder for you to listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Boom! I was literally just going to say, much in the same way, when we base our relationship with the Lord off of proxies, right? <sighs> such as, such as emotional praise and worship, such as a good homily by your favorite preacher, such as um, a good Bible study by your favorite missionary, um, a or good book a good by your favorite saint a good book, a good tweet, like whatever it is, right? These are all proxies that, yes, obviously those things can be good, right? They can be in service of the relationship. But if we treat them as the end, then all of a sudden our relationship with the Lord becomes dull, stale. You know what's bland. funny? I just felt – And we're just training ourselves for that basically. I just – I, you know? I, I got I to say something. I, 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 don't, I don't know if this is what happened, but I felt – in the future, I felt Father Anthony's caterpillar eyebrows go, huh, in his car. And I want to make sure that we say the right thing here because okay. I don't know if the sense that we're – because like when I say proxy for like our friends on Twitter, I don't think it's the same thing as like a proxy for like – Like Afghanistan. What? It was a proxy war. Oh, wow! That was political. We're good. <laughs> I mean, it was. You just look it up. It's oh, just okay. Fact. What were you doing? Um, I don't know if like we can use. Is it is it the same? I know it's obviously not the same thing. Relationship. So what's the relationship? Okay. All right. I get it. Okay. So you feel me? yes. I love how I just had to say that word. It's all about relationship. It's all so about relationship. When- so if our human relationships inform our relationship with the Lord just by how we work as human beings, like that's why the Beatitudes exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Beatitudes. that's why Jesus tells us to forgive not seven times, but 77 times. That's why like we're called to, to serve the serve the poor and the hungry and the naked and all this stuff, because the way that we interact with other people is in service of the way that we interact with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I, and I strongly believe that. And so I don't think that there's any harm in me saying if we treat these proxies, if we treat these other things as an end rather than as something that's a means or in service of, then our relationship with the Lord can be affected. That's good. Okay. I think Is that good? Thing. Is that okay? I think, I, think that, I think that you can't have a relationship with God without like those things. Yes. But you can have a relationship with people without Twitter. I think that's my, I think that's I, my no, point. I think that's, well, I think that's wrong. I think that's incorrect. I have friends. <laughs> I have friends that don't have Twitter, and we just kind of stare blankly at each other for twenty minutes. And and you're like, you try to mention like a meme or the latest uh, juicy gossip, and you're like, they're like, yeah. what are you talking about? And you're like, you're not an interesting person. You don't understand my joke. Yep. You're like, you don't you don't know the guy with the fake hair who gets angry at Bishop Aaron. <laughs> you don't know you, about him. You don't Guess understand not, the thing. Not friends, but that's okay. But, hmm. so. I well maybe this maybe this is getting too deep, but I feel like there's a lot of things there's a lot of go betweens that the Lord gives us, right? Like the church and scripture and the sacraments, right? Like that are visible means of communicating his grace to us. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And so it's like, are those things proxies? I'm like confusing myself now. Okay, no. No. Because they're not. They're not. I I don't think that they are. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out this this whole idea of relationship. So everything is communicated. Everything is communicated from person to person through a medium. And so that's like the basic setup of communication. It's message. Using that degree, huh? Yeah. That's that's like this is column one oh one. I used this for my for my students, my first my first could you, could you give it to them BTUs, please? BT oh my gosh. I still don't believe that's a real thing. I didn't look it up and I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like there the uh the thing when when I communicate this is what I told my kids. I was like, Okay, so if I say to you, God loves you that's a basic message that I say to you, but it's like there are things that there are things that need to um, be communicated, and there's the medium source they're communicated. So like something can block that like physically, so like your ears couldn't work, you might not work, my mouth might not work, etc. But there are also like interior blockages mm-hmm. that can like we need to define. When I say God, you might think something different. When I say loves, mm. you might mm. think something different than I mean. When I say you, you might mm. not understand what that means. And uh, so you might think differently than I do. So like when I communicate the truths of God to you, I am not going to be able to do as good of a job because I don't understand these truths as deeply as they exist, right? I don't understand the depth of God's love for you. You don't understand the depth of God's love or even the depth of love or what love actually is or who God is or who you are. Okay. So, but when God communicates himself, he mm-hmm. does it perfectly. Yes. With with the medium, it's, yeah. it is technically a medium of through the yeah. sacraments. It's instrumental, yeah. but yeah. he is communicating his full self through the sacraments, through scripture, yes. um, through prayer, right? And he communicates his whole self perfectly, and we are the ones that goof it up. That goof it up, and so we need to allow ourselves to be open again. We don't do it ourselves because you can't mm-hmm. heal your. You can't. This is why. This is why Christ oh. heals the deaf and opens the eyes of the blind because they they have communication issues. They're blocking his message, and they can't yeah. heal themselves, so he opens their eyes and ears and mouths in order to receive the message. This is why salvation history was such a gradual thing. Yeah. Because because any good relationship requires time. Yeah. And any like and if you imagine like the amount of blockages that like the the Israelites had, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they they had so much and there was, I mean, they had some of the best mediums, you know, they had Moses and they had Aaron and they had, uh, the other ones. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and they chose other right. mediums instead. The ones that pretended right. to be the future. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like they, God's always been pursuing us. And we, we know that we're like, Oh yeah. Salvation history is the story of God. God's pursuit of man after man turned away from God. And like, now we live in this new covenant. It's like, but do we understand why God did that? And I think it's all, I think the more we come to know what a relationship with the Lord is, the more we come to understand like, holy cow, like he, he courted us and he pursued us for generations and yeah. centuries and millennia so that we could be here right now and have as few blockages as possible to respond. Cause the fall was such a big deal, you know? Like the fall was a huge, huge deal. We don't even and know. It, we have no, we have no conception of how big of a deal the fall was because it was everything was perfect, and then we, and then, can you imagine going from perfect to imperfect, like losing perfection? That, yeah, it's and like, like a baffling, it's a baffling what you had. thing. 
Yeah, because we we we've always been have it. We've always had imperfection. You know what I mean? And like losing something small as like being with your really close friend and like your friend leaves and you're like, man, remember that weekend when my friend was here? Like that was awesome. You know, like there was that was a little slice of perfection. But like that doesn't even compare. You know, yeah. it does not even a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Of and when you remember like. those things, you, you can know? like you can like have a hope of reattaining it. You're like, yeah. oh well, I hope that happens again. But with them, it was like that happened mm. and it's done. Yeah. We and it's our fault. Yeah. And yeah. so now it's like we're here, however many years later, and like praise God that we don't actually understand, or and God allows us to not have to see, yeah, and feel the results of the fall. Dude, that's so true. Like, emotionally Man. and like understanding. Let me hear it one time for baptism. <laughs> oh, man. So what's our topic today? No, I'm just kidding. This is, this is, this it. is the I topic. I mean, I, I don't have um, – I mean, I probably had other stuff. I'm so like I'm – like, when, I, when, I, when I was talking – I was talking about um, mm-hmm. how media dulls our, uh, yeah. our ability to – Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Now, we I, go. now okay. Yeah. This is good. Yes, 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 the, yes. So I, I, I'm realizing this now is that my, I'm trying to sharpen my senses mm-hmm. in the sense, in, in like, I'm trying to sharpen my, my pastor gave me a really great, like a really great affirmation. What are you laughing right. at? I, <laughs> so I just said, you know how it's just a, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. I just had this image of you taking like a giant iron file and rubbing it against your head, trying to sharpen your senses. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. I know. I just thought it was funny. Anyway. Um, so I'm trying, I'm trying to sharpen my senses, specifically my spiritual ones. I'm trying to sharpen my like prompt promptings of the Holy spirit. I'm trying to like get better at um, mm. responding to them. And the way you do that is when you hear something from the Holy Spirit, you do it, and you yeah. keep doing that, and that's all it is. That's literally all it is. It's so simple, but like seriously, it's one of those things where you're like, the Holy Spirit's like, "Hey, you should probably go to bed now." And I'm no. like, "But I want to watch a. T- I had a long day. I want to watch a TV show." Patrick, go to bed. I'm just gonna watch one episode, okay? Nothing. Okay, he said yes, and I lay down and and I and it's like two hours later, and I'm like, oh crap! And the Holy Spirit like comes back for one little quick, hey, I told you so, and then walks away. <laughs> you know, dang, um, brutal. Yeah, right. It's top like ten, top ten anime takedowns. Top ten anime takedowns. But yeah, I've I've talked about this on the podcast before. Is that like my my biggest my biggest like fault is in the last two hours of the day, I do my will, not the spirits. And, and it's like, it gets me because I wake up tired and I wake up, I can't pray and I like have to yeah. pray later in the day. And like, I, I just need to start doing the Holy Spirit's will in the last couple hours of the day. Yeah. Um, so because I was, I was, uh, I was at a, uh, an event this weekend okay. for lead. Are you familiar with lead? Franciscan lead. Franciscan lead. They Where do it. All those kids stood up on stage and they're matching black t-shirts and acted like they were the hotness. They are the but hotness. I was never invited to go. And you I will apply to go. I was never invited to go <laughs> <laughs> by, by Mr. Franciscan. And I will <laughs> always be bitter. Oh man. It's a great I week. I would like a t-shirt. Thank you. I, I went, I went to, I went to a week when I was a senior and it like, it gave it, 
it showed me how to have a prayer life. It was awesome. So if you're in high school and you're going to a Steubenville conference and your youth minister's like, hey, you should try doing lead, I think the applications are done now. But anyway. If you're in high school and you're interested in going to college and not knowing how to pray and stumbling through months and months of sin and confusion, don't go to Franciscan lead. Do what I did. <laughs> um, so I went, I went on lead my senior year, and then I was like, this is great. I want to try this. And so I applied for lead this year, and I got in. And it's really cool because, like, three of my facilitators who, like, helped me through lead, like, my small group leader is still a lead facilitator these all these years later. And so we're, like, buddies now. It's great. Um, yeah. And so – it was really cool being in this big group of people, right? But um, most lead facilitators are youth ministers and they're Franciscan alum. And so everybody in this room knew each other, pretty much. It felt like, as a new person, it felt like everyone knew each other and everyone hadn't seen each other in a while and they were all hanging out and talking. And Ooh. it, this is funny because I go to school here, right? Like this is my home turf. I walk into this room that I know and I drove here like from my house and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so alone. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I don't really feel like this often. I'm usually not in situations where I feel uncomfortable. It's not because that's not because I, I'd only go into comfortable situations. It's because I feel pretty comfortable everywhere. That's true. You know, but it's just a weird thing. A comfy guy. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm outgoing, right? Like if I, if I know, if I know, if nobody knows anyone, I'll go talk to people. But that's the thing. Everybody else knew each other. And so like, I walk in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a weird situation. Right. But the thing was a couple of guys sought me out. They saw me standing there. They came up and talked to me and I knew what they were doing. And like, I've been in this situation before. I'm like, you're talking to me because I'm alone. But even though I knew they were doing that, I was like, wait, you actually do want to talk to me, not just because I'm alone, but because I'm a new person and you care about me. And it was great. And one of the guys was like my one of my facilitators. And he like remembered me and he leaned over to me during dinner and he was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, um, and he's like, like, how do you feel? Like, seriously? And I was like, kind of overwhelmed. He's like, yeah, my first my first year, I felt like I was going to pee my pants because I was like so nervous and scared of everyone. So if that's not you, if you're, if you're not peeing your pants right now, you're above the curve. And I was like, nice. Thank you. And it, it just felt good. Cause I was like, I was like, all right, cool. So it's, I was like, I was like a little insecure, but I didn't want to admit it to myself, you know? Cause I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like a cool youth minister. I like how I got a podcast. I got a podcast. A Here's the thing, I never bring up the crunch, but it always gets brought up by someone. Yeah, dude. And it's, that's it's so funny. I was like, when someone brought it up, I was like, for the record, I just want to let you know that I'm not the one who brought up the crunch this weekend, but it's been brought up, so did, I will uh, reference it again. <laughs> did anybody, uh, you know, talk about? Uh, oh yeah, everyone was like, you know, Patrick, who's your podcast co-host? He's so attractive. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I was impressed by them because they had, even though they were in um, reunion mode. They were in friendship mode. They were in like, this is our they were, place. They were in, ready for this, <clears throat> union mode. They were in the comfort zone. They, they were, were in their comfort it. zone, right? And when we, when we get to like youth group or when we get to like our friend group, we're like, oh, I'm, in, I'm, I, I'm off, right? Like I don't have to – I'm like off the clock. I don't have to be seeking out the lost sheep. But I was like they – even though they were in a group of people that they hadn't seen for a while, they still took time to look for someone who was out of place, who didn't feel like they belonged and wasn't feeling very like stoked about being there. And I was like, this is what it means to seek out the lost sheep. 
it's not that the lost sheep is like the guy that's like sinning in the corner or like off and in a distant land squandering his father's inheritance right the lost sheep is like with you the lost sheep is sometimes the guy who just like isn't fitting in and you need to like leave the 99 to go find him and it felt great it was awesome and i felt very loved and i was like i want to sharpen my sense and if i if i'm used to in awkward situations or if i'm used to in comfortable situations looking at my phone i'm filling my ears with noise and i can't hear the spirit tell me to go somewhere and yeah. so I, I was like, in that moment, I was like, I want to make sure that I keep this sense alert. And so it's, I talked about this last week. It's a matter of always having it in the front of your mind being like, God could call me at any minute to talk to any person. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's, I was talking about boldness this week. Yeah. That is not so italicism. huge. No. Not being no. underlined. No. Strike Stop through. it stop it super text subtext stop <laughs> talking about boldness this week with the team so it's really easy to to be bold in situations where we're supposed to be bold yeah like, like talk at that's at a talk or at youth group for you or like when we're in a, a ministry setting you know after mass um inviting people to bible study um when we're like when we intentionally go out barehanding like those are the times where it's like oh yeah i need to be bold um, it's but, still tough to be bold then, but you know, it's like it, it is, it is, it is. But like, it's it's very easy and like definable and like tangible. You know, of, like you can I'm at least give yourself an excuse. You know, yes. like oh, I'm just being bold now because right. But like, there are a bunch of other hours in the day where like I'm off the clock. You know, where I'm at the union and like maybe I'm just going to get a bagel or a coffee or something, or I'm going to the grocery store, or I'm going to the post office or whatever. Right walking around like going on a run walking around in my neighborhood all these things right are i'm not in a ministry setting but do i the exact same thing you're talking about like do i listen to the holy spirit do i have the boldness to if the lord is saying like hey talk to that person am i willing to at least say hello and like see what the lord has in store you know like am i willing like because then you refine that and it becomes, it becomes second nature. You know, you see somebody and you, you receive that little prompting and you just respond to it instantly. And it's, I mean, to, to pull it back to the, to the technology connection, like when your phone vibrates in in your pocket, you pull it out right away. There's no, no hesitation. And we should be as familiar with the Holy Spirit as we are with our phones vibration in our pockets. Wow, that was like pinnacle youth group, youth minister. I know, I know, I know. I wanted you to... I wanted you to, to that comment was on really it. good. That's something that Pope Francis would put in his new apostolic exhortation. I think that is something Pope Francis did put in his apostolic exhortation. Probably, but I, but I, I, I say it because I think it's good. Like it's I, also it pretty true. Meany, like I do and corny, but like name one thing in our daily lives that we have more of an instant response to than our phones going off. Yeah, really, there is nothing. So, like the that's we're called to have an even deeper response to the Holy Spirit. When he he says, "Hey, t- you know, talk to that person. Hey, go say hello. Hey, ask them about the cross on their neck. Hey, oh ask them gosh. about their their hijab. You know, like whatever it is, do it, and then oh go gosh. and trust." Our what? phones have replaced the Holy Spirit, like yes. almost totally. This yes. isn't even just a cutesy metaphor anymore. Oh my gosh, this is ah! Everyone, turn them off. Throw them in the ocean. We gotta go. Steve <laughs> Jobs' long con was to replace a member of the Trinity. Here's the thing: when I when I, okay, I was reading Digital Minimalism, 
Okay. And he was talking about Steve Jobs, and he was like, Steve Jobs did not see this coming. Like, nobody saw this coming. When when they invented the first iPhone, they were like, hey, isn't this cool? You have an iPod now on your phone. Everyone was like, wow, that's awesome. And he said he even said he didn't want third-party apps coming in and developing things and ruining the iPhone. He was like, music and cell phone, that's it. Now that's like kind of what we use it for, like sometimes. We use it for everything now. We use it to literally find direction, find people, right? Yeah. Yeah. We use it to find jobs, communicate, right, and and spend and like we use it to like bide our time. Those are all things we should use the Holy Spirit for, right? Like and we should use yeah, the Holy yeah. Spirit to find direction. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. The the thing is that a phone using a phone for direction or to find people or to talk to people it minimizes a lot of risk. Like you yeah. can send a text and like there's not a lot of risk associated with that text because they don't see your face. You don't have to see their face. You don't have to risk like losing your way, like by taking directions. You don't have to risk being wrong in a social situation because you can just look up the right thing. Like, there's so many yeah. ways that a phone reduces risk. You know how much um, like you know how much like risk. Do, well, let me let me just Sorry. finish this one thing. Like, you you talk about like the Acts of the Apostles. You talk about Paul. You know he he lists through. I think it's like in second corinthians or whatever where he lists like i was shipwrecked and i was stuck on a boat all night and i've been in jail and i got beat up and i got thrown out of a city it's but you like, should see the other guy he was totally he was totally in tune with the holy spirit and because of that fact there was a lot of risk involved and he was in danger but i mean look at look at where he is now you know in the just, throne room of heaven, heaven son let's go mm-hmm. yeah you know you know how much how, how like when you decide to take a detour without like consulting your gps first or you're like maybe i'll just i've never been this way before but today i was driving home and i was like i think this road is a circle and will take me back to the main road i'll just try it. i have and I, I have not done that but i wore a shirt that my wife didn't approve and uh that was a big risk am i right fellas hey ball and chain <laughs> i'm, right, fellas. I'm kidding ex-wife. that was a joke my ex-wife hey. My ex-wife, bring that back. Anyway, it's a hilarious bit. Um, yeah, our our phones have replaced the Holy Spirit, and we gotta shut that. We gotta shut that ish down now. That's bad. I think. I think that's. I think that's it. I think you need to. I think you, the listener, take that, pray with it, talk to your friends about it, see what they think, make them listen to this episode, and be like, these guys are actually onto something. Because we're about to change the freaking culture, bro. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, we're about gonna to, literally we're about to blast move off over into- the. Cult- about to blast off into no phone land. We're, hey, welcome to Holy Spirit Town population. Us. us. Join the freaking party. We're about to blast off into no phone town. Oh, my gosh. No, dude, I, I am so excited that you told me about the parental lock thing because I have been – Yeah, it's in the I deleted the Safari off my settings. phone. I deleted all of the web browsers off my phone. But guess what? If you go on maps and you go to a business and you hit website, you can still open Safari and you can still get to Twitter. You know how I know that? I do that. That's weird that you do that. You need to block it. Just, it's I on just screen time. It. Enable enable content restrictions. Set a password. You're good to go. I'm just going to give it to Phoebe. I'm going to say, like, hey, don't do this. I, I, I hate to do this, but I have, I have somewhere to be at 11. You have somewhere um, to be at 11? Where do you have to be at 11 a.m.? Yeah. So Snoop Dogg is in town, and he's he's throwing a DJ set at a bar here in Tulsa, and I am absolutely trying to go. How big is the bar? It is so small. I think it's – I mean, it's 1053 now. It's probably packed. 
there's no way that I'm going to be able to get in, but I want to at least try and just see what what kind of crowd is there because you know what I'm saying this bar is like a nice swanky restaurant most of the time yeah and there's not a lot of like dancing room and there's definitely not like a it's it just the venue does not make sense for hosting Snoop Dogg and I just want to see it go down my doorbell just went off um it might be Snoop Dogg check so it, we can have him on the podcast it might be it might be but I am that's a very like 90s sitcom thing to happen yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah. at the door hey look it's the beach boys <laughs> I know stop ringing my doorbell I'm in the middle of the podcast like that's that's so annoying let's end it quick so that I can go answer whoever's at my door okay. um let's do you have any other thoughts I mean let's I mean I really I really have to go because they keep ringing the doorbell oh so you want me to do my Patrick do you have anything else to add yeah Patrick do you have anything else throw your phone in the river Okay, thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We'll see you next week. I got to go into the door. Okay, bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.